if you get to the point where, you know, you're finding that you're not wanting it as frequently as your partner, and then you start to just go with the flow and do it for them for their satisfaction and you're not getting out of any getting anything out of it your body is i mean basically shutting down to any pleasure down the road because it's just saying like oh this is happening this isn't what i'm enjoying i'm not in this you know yeah i mean you're teaching yourself to yeah. disconnect in those moments yeah you know, those neurons are firing and connecting where we don't really want them to connect. Mm -hmm. We want to, uh, you know, we want to connect in a positive way. Welcome to Intimacy Evolution with Brianna and Mark Carey, where they discuss desire, intimacy, and how to embrace the changes within your relationship. Intimacy evolves over time, and that's okay. Let's talk about it. Hello, welcome back to Intimacy Evolution. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about um, something that I have been noticing. Well, we've kind of been skirting around it in like previous episodes, but I feel like we just need to like name it and talk about it. Um, and this is something that Mark and I have talked about know this past week because um i am on this app called peanut and it is mm -hmm. like an app for moms uh to make mom friends to learn stuff to create community um and so i have a group on this app for women to join where we discuss intimacy relationships and things like that um and a big thing that I notice in there is women that are expressing um, concern slash guilt slash like, they're like, I just don't want to have sex. Yeah. My partner wants sex all the time. Or at least to them, it seems like all the time. Yeah, because exactly. Because they don't want to have sex, right? So, yeah. of course, it's going to seem exaggerated mm -hmm. um, perception. And so, that got us talking this week um, about this thing called desire discrepancy. Yeah. So, you know, this is essentially the amount of desired sex one has um, compared to the amount of sex they actually have. Mm -hmm. And so this could be for anybody. Um, this could be single, um, as well as married couple partnered. Yeah. yeah partnered. Um, any of the above. Mm -hmm. And you know, th there's a number of statistics out there about it. I mean, some say that, uh, roughly 42% of women, um, are experiencing something like this and roughly 54% of men, um, or another a stat that's out there is about 80% of couples are mm -hmm. impacted by this. Yeah. And so that's a huge number. Yeah. And like you said, you know, we've talked about a number of skills, mm -hmm. um, through some of our podcast and they all kind of get back to this idea of dis desire discrepancy or, um, connecting or realigning or however you'd want to put that. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we just kind of wanted to give it a name, 
So that way it's, you know, just bringing awareness and maybe it can be a little bit easier to have the conversations too. And so, um, forgot to turn off my notifications. <laughs> um, <laughs> you cute. Uh, thanks. <laughs> um, so well, yeah, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, so there are, you know, couples that are doing really well, mm. um, they only report about 15 to 20% of desired discrepancy mm. um, when they have, you know, um, high sexual satisfaction. Um, so uh, a smaller percentage versus mm. people who have a low sexual satisfaction are somewhere from 50 to 70% um uh in in the what am i trying to say here the yeah total relationship satisfaction or yes, lack thereof because go. of that lack of sexual satisfaction yeah yeah which i had a thought and then i had to jump in to help you and now my thought left it will come back i'm getting blamed for <laughs> no, something no you're not <laughs> <laughs> um oh goodness i was going somewhere um just keep talking. Mm -hmm. It'll happen. Yeah. This happens a lot. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So what I was going to reference is, you know, the top two reasons stated for divorces are finances and lack of intimacy. Yeah. Or, or better yet, desire discrepancy. It's desire discrepancy. Yeah. Um, and so bringing awareness to this so we can have the conversation about what this is, and then you can start implementing the other things that we've talked about in past podcasts, right? There like, you go. Um, and so one partner has a, a higher desire, higher desire <laughs> for sex. The other partner is not matching and that is always going to be happening. You will yeah. never match 100% and you will and and then you most likely will flip-flop. Sometimes, you know, the one that has a higher sex drive right now and like sex more often, um life's going to happen, you know, work, stressors, mm -hmm. health, whatever. That's going to switch at some point in the relationship. And so how do you navigate that as well? You know, just being prepared, I think, is is one thing. And knowing that, again, in relationships, it ebbs and flows. Yeah. So. Well, and, and um, Dan Siegel, famous psychologist, uh, studies the brain a bunch, says, you know, um, name it to tame it. Mm. So once you put a name on it and you can talk about it, you yeah. can you can make improvements. And yeah. so. Um, there you go. Yeah. So you kind of hit on some, some things there, mm -hmm. factors that cause desire discrepancy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I heard you mention stress, um, other things going on in life, um, health, health, biology, hormones, yeah. changes there. Um, let's see medications, of oh course, my gosh. Yes. certain medications were on, mm -hmm. um, you know, any, um, what would it be called? Trauma. Yeah, no, I was going with medication still. But oh, still yeah. medications? No. Oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> uh, trauma. Yeah. Um, well, there's, yeah. So depression, anxiety meds, um, 
uh, diabetic medication, heart medications. Um, I mean, there are many that affect libido. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I wasn't just going for, oh. uh, libido, uh, uh, <laughs> libido. I was, uh, talking Sounds about like kind a of, minion over there. Um, yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, anyways, I don't have the reference point for it. That's okay. It's like cough and cold medicine. It uh, dries up oh, mucus. Ani- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Antihistamines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suppressants. Yeah, because yeah, it dries up your mucus membranes. Dries not just up your nose. Nope. Dries up a lot of things. All the things. So. Yeah. Anyways, that's and, where and you're going with. It. Yes, <laughs> I just couldn't think of it. Um, <laughs> it's probably on my mind because uh, our daughter is kind of has a cough snotty right and gross so yeah as kids do when they go to school so <laughs> anywho tangent yeah um the other big thing uh, that goes with trauma is uh your own relationship with your body mm-hmm. and so dropping into your body and all this other stuff yes and that brings me to another thing that i've noticed with this group of women in my peanut group is they say, and this is with my clients that I've talked to and just women in general, but I've really been focused on this group this week um, because it's really kind of blown up and I was just like, whoa. But women just getting through it to oh. check it off the list, mm-hmm. to satisfy their partner, to, um, you know, one that I'm recalling off the top of my head right now, you know, she's currently pregnant and, um, you know, first trimester is not always the best uh, it's for second. sex. It's second, guys, everybody. <laughs> you know, hormones changing, breast enlarging, sore, tender nipples. Her partner really enjoys nipples play with her and she said that doesn't feel good. He doesn't understand why and continues to do it. So she says, I just get Ooh. through it. Oh, There's a lot of issues with that. And one being with women, we tend to disassociate. When we are not into it, we're doing it for somebody else. We're taking ourselves out of the experience, out of our body. Mm -hmm. And that can lead to a whole plethora of issues. Disconnection. Yeah. So not just disconnection from yourself, but then your partner feels that disconnect as well. And or they don't, and they ask or, the question, was that good for you? And or, you go, no. Yeah. But no. Um, yeah, I mean, we want sex to be connective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is not what's happening there. Yeah, and it's meant to be enjoyable. And so if you get to the point where, you know, you're finding that you're not wanting it as frequently as your partner, and then you start to just go with the flow and do it for them for their satisfaction and you're not getting out of any getting anything out of it your body is i mean basically shutting down to any pleasure down the road because it's just saying like oh this is happening this isn't what i'm enjoying i'm not in this you know yeah i mean you're teaching yourself to disconnect in those moments you know those neurons are firing and connecting where we don't really want them to connect Mm -hmm. we want to uh you know we want to connect in a positive way in in an enjoyable space and a fun and and yeah so 
Um, so instead of getting, or if you notice that you get to that point, this is where the, the conversation needs to be had about this discrepancy. Hey, I noticed that you're, you know, definitely at a, a higher point right now than I am. Here's what's going on with me. Talk about your body, your medications, where you are mentally, emotionally, and start to have the conversation about how much you would like. And then you can start a kind of a negotiation or a compromise, you know, of, of what would feel good for both of you. How would you both feel satisfied? Yeah. So you can maintain that positive association. Well, and, and what many people have found, you know, myself, you talking to people, mm-hmm. um, they'll bring this up, but then you'll ask, hey, have you talked to your partner about this? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's just more often than not, people aren't talking about it. Yeah. They're holding it in. They're, they're thinking it's, uh, you know, I don't know that that it's a burden almost. Yeah, and, and they don't feel comfortable being vulnerable with it, oh, or yeah. you know any of that. And I think there's another kind of pitfall that comes up sometimes, and that's when we get in this rut of mm-hmm. um, one person being the pursuer. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk all the time. If you're in conflict and you want to leave the conversation, you don't just run. Mm-hmm. because what happens is the other person chases you. You know, you have to turn back to that person and said, I'm having a hard time. I need a minute. Yeah. I'll be back and we'll talk, finish this conversation. Then I can leave and you're not going to chase me. Yeah. But when it comes to sex, there is a pursuer. Mm-hmm. And then often what happens is the person that's not into it uh, puts distance. Mm-hmm. I'm not, they're the distancer. They, they, I'm not into it right now. So how can I gently, it's, it's done through love. It's yeah. done through care. How can I gently distance myself mm-hmm. so that they don't pursue me? Mm-hmm. Well, then they just pursue more, yeah. harder, yeah. that type of thing. And so we have to turn to our partners and yeah. have a conversation or they're going to be chasing us everywhere. Yeah. And, and it's exhausting for both partners. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, cause the one partner, you know, like I'm telling them I'm interested. Why aren't they responding? And then the other one's like, I'm trying to like put distance between us. Why aren't they understanding what I mean? But there's no actual communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to go with there, but Oh, I was thinking about a personal story. Okay. Uh, a f- friend and I, <laughs> and I often joke like, yeah, we'd, we we would enjoy um, sex anytime, mm-hmm. but not at the cost of my our partners being disconnected. Mm. You know, I don't, I have no interest with you just laying there. No. No, that does not <laughs> sound fun to me either. No. Um, so, you know, I think the idea is that both people are into it yeah for sure so you know sex is fun uh we try to we want to make it fun and so you just think about the things that people find fun or even you know if we want to go back and and play Mm -hmm. kids Mm -hmm. right what do they think is fun music Mm -hmm. 
dance parties. parties. (laughs) Yes. My kids love dance parties. Uh Um, Sensation play, Mm -hmm. you know, any goopy, squishy, any, anything Mm -hmm. that's tactile, they like to play with. And as adults, um, that, that, (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) no, I mean, you know, parts of the body's tactile you know Mm. i can rub on you and it feels good and it like it's a very similar thing yeah Um, but you're rolling play-doh you know i don't know well i don't know yeah not on you come on though you said play-doh oh not on you oh yeah i mean sure (laughs) food (laughs) food's fun Food on the body? I don't know. It's not near the vagina. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> Keep food away from the vagina, please. Smells, um, you know, just anything. It's a weird segue. Yeah, yeah. It kind of was. <laughs> you know, you're you're on your own thing. I was still going on this one. Yeah. You know, we just met yeah. in a very interesting place. Yeah, smells, candles, lotions, like mm-hmm. um, different things like that. To Toys, add. vibrators. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, part of the play is things we talked about before, knowing your sexual blueprint. How does your partner like to play? How mm-hmm. do you like to play? All or the even approaching them, you mm-hmm. know, too. Um, you know, if you're a sexual with a high sex drive, right? You can just like have sex anytime and you keep coming to your partner who is a sensual or an energetic, right? And the energy is all off. It's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. find um, that, that way to communicate. Definitely. The communication. And then, you know, again, it comes back to how important self-pleasure practices mm-hmm. are. Uh, to wire that brain, to know what you like, to communi- be able to communicate, to reduce yeah. feelings of shame. All this stuff mm-hmm. that comes back to closing that gap. Yeah. And well... And I say this at my parties, like, it's true. If you don't use it, you lose it. Like, if you don't have sex, your brain will forget about it and your body is fine not having it anymore until you have it. And then you're like, why have I been depriving myself of this for so long? I do enjoy this. Like, but it's true. If you don't do it, you forget about it. Your body forgets about it because it's not needed anymore. Yeah, or and even so, even worse, clitoral atrophy, mm, stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it is very, very important for, I mean, relationship, but also health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and with yourself, you know, the self pleasure practice is so important for mental, emotional care as mm-hmm. well as the physical. Um, definitely. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you said something about health and there's so many great health benefits, um, to sex, to orgasms, to connection, mm-hmm. um, you know, orgasms, uh, insects increase testosterone levels, which is increased desire mm-hmm. for more. And it just, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, it just kind of repeats on itself. The yeah. more you do it, the more it happens. Yeah. And no, I'm not saying again, because we're talking about this, like don't force yourself to do something. And if it's been a while since you and your partner have been intimate, it's okay to revert to your self-pleasure practice and get reacquainted with those sensations with yourself first. Mm -hmm. 
and start building up that excitement, you know, and then you can start introducing or, you know, reintroducing sex with your partner um, and then having that conversation of how many times and things like that. So, yeah. So, you know, and it, it comes back to other things, you know, we can hit on our other podcasts of uh, scheduled sex mm-hmm. and board meetings to talk and all that other stuff. Yeah, it all comes together. It all comes together. And so this was just kind of the, what we've been tiptoeing around, but not really tiptoeing around, you know, not intentionally. Like not intentionally. Yeah. Um, but this is what it is. It's desire discrepancy. It has a name. Now you can talk about it. Um, and I, yeah, hopefully this was helpful, um, Mm. just to have that awareness of what it is and where you can go from there. And if you ever find yourself, um, with more questions or needing somebody to talk to, reach out to us. Our contact is in the show notes. Um, Instagram is always a great place to find us. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we're here to help. And if that's something that you are experiencing in a partnership, we can help you with that as well. So Yes. Bree's yeah. trying to teach me Instagram. So it's, <laughs> oh, it's was, a challenge. I cannot even. <laughs> You're boomerang. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> Don't listen to anything she says. I have to tell everybody. him now. I have to tell him. It was so cute. <laughs> I saw <laughs> He's kind of cringing right now. I do this because it's just so adorable. Well, yeah, but I, I don't feel as though you're going to tell the story correctly. Oh. According to me. According to you. It's my perception. And it was cute. <laughs> but I see him moving his phone like back and forth between a couple of things. And I'm like, oh, are you doing a boomerang? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but I'm doing it old school. And I'm just moving the phone myself because I don't know how to. <laughs> That's kind of it. Okay. So I, I got it. Kind of. Okay. It wasn't because I didn't know how. It was because I didn't want to take the time to do it. And I was already oh. in the process of doing something else. Okay. So I just made it work, you know? Made it work, yeah. It was uh, old school boomerang. Sometimes when you're in the in the midst of things, you just have to make it work. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, so Mark's learning Instagram. But, Bree's uh, making fun of me. It's okay. I'm still learning Instagram. There's <laughs> things that pop up on there. I'm like, what is this? Like, I am. It's because they're changing it all the time. <sighs> Every day. Mm-hmm. Everything's always changing. But anywho, that's another another topic for another time. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you back here next week. Alrighty, Bye. Mm, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll see you next week.